Hey there, friends. Eric here. Before we get into the episode, give you a quick heads up. I was having some major audio issues while recording this week's book club, so I apologize in advance for the drop in quality on my end. Everybody else sounds great. Malcolm and Jacob always sound great, but just wanted to give you a heads up in case you notice that, and trust me, you will. All I can do is apologize for the drop in quality, and I really, really do appreciate you listening in this week. Thanks for sticking with us and now on with the show. Welcome back to the best book club in the multiverse. This is the latest session of the Geeksplain Book Club, where every single Friday, I, alongside my fellow Force users, are going through every single issue of every single volume of The Flash Rebirth. This week, we are tackling volume 12 of The Flash, entitled Death and the Speed Force. This is written by Joshua Williamson with art by Rafa Sandoval and Scott Collins. And it comprises, let me pull this up here, issues 76 through 81 of The Flash Rebirth. We are uh, heading into some real bullshit when it comes to <laughs> forces. Multiple, pretty much everything from the from the force subplot plot line is climaxing here, and we are going to find out just what is going to happen with some other interesting uh, stuff going on. But I am, of course, joined by the only two men who I would trust to come with me and solve the problems of the world through the different forces of the universe. Verse, 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 verse. First off, he's uh, the strongest member of the family Madrigal, uh, utilizing the strength force. It's Jacob Brown. Ah, force user smash. Force user might die. <laughs> and he's, uh, he's, you know, kind of slow, but he also is great for giving me flashbacks to my first year of superheroing. It's Malcolm Russell Nelson. Uh uh yeah hey remember when you did that thing with the thing and then you needed to do that thing i need you to remember that right now because once you get into that then that'll help you uh be better now i guess fuck that'll i remember that now less of an asshole, i guess oh i remember that yeah now. remember with the thing and you did the thing with the thing yeah and then and then you, you things with the thing thing Yes, good time. Yeah, yeah, time. yeah. Anyway, I guess now, congrats, everybody. Now you know, less, 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 less of an asshole. There you go. Yay! Yay! Right? And I'm the person who goes through a complete personality shift from volume to volume. I'm Eric Asana, and yep. uh, before yep. oh, we're we're gonna do something here because uh, before we get into anything, I want to spring this on you because this this was sprung on me. We're gonna do. The fir for the first time ever, we're going to start a book club session with a mailbag. Um, oh, okay. We're not going to do the whole mailbag. We're going to wait for the rest of the mailbag. But this was like sent this. to me uh, by good brother Dylan Hall. Dylan, Dylan Hall. Dylan. Who, in the subject header, wrote emergency, not a drill. Flash fan club. 
and it reads, and this was, I've been sitting on this for a couple of days now. This reads, you are missing out on four more issues of story with the mighty Thor. There was eight issues, y'all. Not four issues. Oh, there was eight you issues. Thor, Thor, Thor the Mighty Avenger. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We yeah. talked about yes. I said four issues last week, and you're like, yeah, that's all there was. No, you were mistaken. Yeah. yeah. So I was talking about the Hank Pym stuff, and that's no! the Hank Pym that's no! in the last four. Yeah. That's in the last four no, in the first four. No, it's no, it's not. Yes, it is. It's it issue was... three. Uh, okay, then the Tony Stark stuff. I have so no you idea have what no you're context about. for that. Okay, no, it's so, eight issues. I'm sorry. So I, he, I thought that the Hank Pym stuff was at the end. Yeah. So he wrote uh, yeah. eight issues. Uh, yeah, you are is. missing out on four more issues of story, plus the free comic book day issue does feature an early days Captain America who has a Guri Hero drawn one shot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I is. cannot yeah. believe this. Yeah. Guri yeah. Hero, you know how much I love them. Yeah. Just ah. Yeah, uh, that was that image I sent you guys last week. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All yeah. eight issues the, plus the free comic book day are collected in the new digest edition. Uh, hey guys, I love my new Dylan in the Hall intro. Flash fact, I had the name D Hall for all of my middle school. Uh, a teacher who was always late to open his room gave it to me after the bell rang one day. D Hall for D Hall. The hall monitor comparison is appropriate. My dad's side of the family has embraced it. We had Christmas shirts that read Hall, Alleluia, and Deck the Halls. <laughs> yes. Love that, love love that for you. Uh, my dad wanted to name me and my siblings like Tajma, Independence, or Carnegie. <laughs> oh my god. Oh Tajma. my god. Tajma would be the so Tajma. good. Oh my god. That's amazing. Uh, I'm also glad y'all loved Robin Investigation. Still working on how to uh, present that title. I love the Bard idea with his memory ability. He'd be great for recaps of cases and he can have a bird identity. Roadrunner. Meet, meet, motherfucker. Yeah! Connor would obviously be Flamebird in some version of the One Year Later costume, maybe with a mask, too. I hope you all enjoy issue five of Thor. It might be the best issue. Also, Roger Langridge is a Doctor Who fan and worked on several comics. Your intuition about the similarities is spot on. Laugh fast, run kind, be hard. Oh, whoops. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, Dylan, you are incredible. I am going to my comic book shop to buy this now. Um, Bro, it's totally my bad. I so I thought that the Hank uh, Pym stuff was in the second half. No, it's in. And that was why three. I brought that up because I thought that you had said four, and I was like, eh, is he mistaken there? No. Okay. So yeah, that is three. Yeah. Um, it's issue three. So I just sent you a screenshot of the other covers. Five is. I I, I don't uh, want to spoil. It. I don't, don't spoil okay. it. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil okay. it. Okay. Okay. I need to it's read these now. It's I great. Am, very yeah. excited it Maybe, uh, it yeah though it uh obviously Ignore does make the, it Ignore obviously makes the episode i did on the series completely obsolete but i really because i only did the first four issues but i'm well, very excited that means you can go back and do more yeah that's, Ooh, that's you can revisit the joy my the god. joy that you're getting oh my so god i'm so fucking excited about this though i my god I love those four issues, and I'm so happy. Um, it bums me out that it's only eight issues, but I am so happy that I get to double the size of the story. That oh, yeah, twice as much as you thought it was, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so stoked. 
That's Malcolm, so that, funny. Malcolm, that issue six, though, it's my favorite. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, it's great. My favorite. But so we're not talking about Thor. We are talking about The Flash, we... and we are going to uh, kick things off with a little segment that we started last week, and we're going to see if we can keep up with it. Uh, gentlemen, what are we reading this week? What's uh, uh, what's a book that I'm you're the Flash. <laughs> Jacob has been watching the Flash CW show, and it makes wow. me so happy. <laughs> well, you're gonna have to walk this up. You mean run enough because I'm the Flash? Yeah. Yeah. Barry is incredible. Greg Dustin doesn't get enough credit for being a good actor. <laughs> he doesn't get enough credit just in general. Yeah. Let's I just agree. say. Yeah, that's a just in general. Guy. And Graham, yeah. we know you listen to the podcast, so feel free to come on by anytime. Yeah, let's. Uh, it's been a while since Please. we met, so uh, let's. It's like three kids. That's right. I forgot you met him. <laughs> that's right. God. Uh, God. I've Malcolm, I've been reading. Uh, Eric will be very excited about this. I've been rereading something that uh, I I've always liked, but I've been tougher on. Um, just because uh, it's been a while, and I haven't read it since it came out. Um, been a while. I've I've been reading Mark Wade's Daredevil. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, which I forgot has the sexiest issue of a comic I've ever read in my life, which is Daredevil number twelve. You're goddamn uh, right, it does. Drawn by Chris Somnes. Right, uh, oh, but it is the sexiest oh, issue of a comic buddy. I've ever read in my life. I oh, forgot the absolute power that is Kristen McDuffie. You should <laughs> I, never I, forget yes. the absolute power <laughs> yeah. that is Kristen McDuffie. I forgot because they they downplay her a lot in the back half. So I always remember the back half of this run more than the front mm-hmm. half. Um, That's fair. Which I like the back half, but it doesn't work as well for me right um and i always forget about the front half and the front half rips bones it's it is so, so good. good it is so good i'm all in the latveria stuff right now uh, oh it's the latveria so stuff rips yeah it's it's oh, great yeah. it's it's truly great right now um so yeah i've i've been i've been reading that hell yeah uh for me i had to uh do a 24 hours to uh, Arizona back trip this past weekend for my sister's baby shower. Saw and that. so I That's brought crazy. with me uh, do a power bomb and I reread that book and I cried all over again. Yep. So do a power bomb rules. It is yep. so good. And so is Mark Wade's daredevil. And so is the flash TV show. Um, um, while we're talking about Mark Wade's daredevil, did you see the news today? What news? No. Did you see the Chris Omni news today? No. Eric, I I hate to be the one. To, I saw it very very early, like early hours this morning. Okay, that it was like news. stealth announced at like twelve o'clock. Firepower's ending. And I feel oh. like it's my fault. I feel like it's my fault. I feel like oh. I didn't do enough to sell that book. Firepower's ending in December, with like issue thirty. It's like a fifty-six page issue thirty. It's ending in December, and I feel like it's my fault. I feel like I did this. I let you down. I let everyone down because Firepower is a wonderful book. I think it's one of the two best books being published right now. And I let everybody down by not telling you hard enough, hey, go pick up this book or else I'll slit your throat. So, Malcolm, it's not just you. It's me. I, I, did, I failed to pick up this book. So, like, I, that's part of me. That's smart. But I knew how great this book was, and I should have threatened your life so that you picked it up. 
It's very true. That's very true. You should have uh, you should have Batman Begins me with the with the whole like uh, upside down. You know, oh, like, it gives uh, them like falafel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when he like yeah. lands on the ground. Oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah. My favorite part. Yeah. Uh, I want to throw. I, I've been rereading this. I'm not gonna. Sh- I'm not gonna tell the listeners. But it because of you. But we is subject matter for later. Um, I've been rereading these comics because guess what? Whoa. Mark Miller joins uh re it starts mm-hmm. writing these comics too. So that's why yes, I was like, oh, that's really cool. Yes, he does. Yeah. He writes very good uh comics for that run. Yeah. That was where he kind of started doing Superman stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am kind of in shock. I yeah. am incredibly yeah. sad. <laughs> I wanted you to hear it from me um, before you saw it on the internet, man. Yeah, it really, yeah. it really sucks. It really that, sucks. That really sucks. Ah, uh, man. Yeah, that I really that sucks. Book. I, love I love that, that book. book. <laughs> and it's kind of felt like it's been winding. You know, it kind of, it kind of feels it's, like it's but, heading towards a big conclusion. You're right. But you know, I mean, they took off like half a year. Yeah. So to that, get to I, these I'm last, like, thinking so that they could like work on, so that Kirkman could work on all the Energon stuff, probably working on that's uh, finishing what up I'm season two of Invincible. Yeah, that's what I'm like, thinking. I thought show, that yeah. it was to get ahead on Firepower, and clearly uh, it was, and that bums me out. That really bums me out. It really bums me out, and I'm very excited uh, for all this Transformers and GI Joe. Yeah, shit, absolutely, like, it's gonna be great. But like, come on, man. Yeah. Those are my fucking friends. That sucks. I'm gonna miss Owen and his family real fucking hard. Me too. Fucking same. I'm gonna miss his like, wife, bro. Again, that that was Welcome back to Under the Belt with Matthew No, because she else. fucking rules. Because she she's really the she best character in the book. Like she's, she's really the best character. She fucking Cheeks rocks. on you. You thought we yeah. were simping when really we were just lamenting. Really? I was, yeah, I was being respectful. We, we can do both. I mean, she's, we're, she's we're, fine we are, as fuck. We can but... take multitudes. We can do both. Oh, yeah. We'll, man, we'll that, that makes me really sad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Doesn't that um, fucking suck? Y'all, mm. go go buy Firepower. Just go, go buy Firepower. Seriously, the strongest debut of a book I've ever read. That first, that first graphic novel is fucking incredible. Which there has been some uh, scuttlebutt on Twitter about Jonathan Hickman's Gods and how it probably this first issue, which is sixty pages, yeah. uh, probably should have been introduced in the same way that Firepower was, and maybe people would be fucking freaking out about it so much. Yeah, um, especially at that at that price tag. Yeah, yeah, but that's, that's, that's not a Marvel thing. That that was oh. a purely like you can get away with it because it's image thing. Right you now, but yeah, yeah, that's fair. I get it. But yeah, um, with that depressing news, let's move anyway, on to yeah. the flash. <laughs> let's move on to the confusingness I, of this fucking volume. I'm the flash. <laughs> See, it's funny because uh, Malcolm and Jacob, we were texting in the group chat, and Malcolm's just like, "Yeah, this this book sure is a mess." And I texted back, I was like, "I kind of like it." So we're gonna see. We're gonna talk about it. Let's dig we'll talk into... about why it's a mess. Yeah. Let's dig into issue 76, which starts off with Kid Flash and the Flash of China getting their shit rocked. Mm-hmm. Um, they are still feeling the effects of the Speed Force being weakened, and so they are tag teaming against Tarpit and Girder. 
I enjoy tar pit and girder. I just think they're neat. Yeah, they're cute and together. It's, and it's it's they're boyfriends. It's great. Um, yeah, it's like it's, two juggernauts dating. <laughs> so it's two Grant Gustin's date dating each other as part of the X. <laughs> the fastest mutant alive. Uh, so Barry shows up and has realized, oh shit. I used to be fun in year one. Let's be fun again. And he's quipping. He's smiling. Yep. He's trusting mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. He's doing my... the wink, but it looks yeah. really fucking creepy. That one panel yeah. is so creepy. <laughs> it's because it, I think uh, Sandoval like, over-detailed the smile. Yeah. Yeah, and it makes I, it I, look I like, like a from. I like to think it's from Kid Flash and Flash of China's like perspective, where they're like, uh, I don't know how I feel about the Flash being like this right now. And it's like, no, everything's fine. He is really uh, crazy right now. Holding a so panic there, attack, Flash. That's the look, basically. <laughs> Mood. Uh, so they're able to defeat Girder and Tarpit by fusing them together. And then immediately Kid Flash and uh, Flash and China are just like, okay, but you're still like a dick. Like we can't. And Barry's like, no, 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 I'm not a dick anymore. Everything's cool. I also love Avery signing an autograph to an obvious fan of just her. Yes. I love her. She's got a little domino mask and shit. Uh, Like I love it. And her hoodie has Avery's Flash symbol. The symbol? So sick. It's adorable. Adorable. And so, so the three of them head off to the newly rebuilt Flash Museum. I guess while uh, Wallace and Avery were fighting crime, Barry was busy being an architect. And he rebuilt the Flash Museum after it was demolished during the price. Y'all remember the price? We the talked about price. price we It was paid. a lot. And so they uh, phased through this um, very interesting... I guess we would say portrait mm. uh, that features Barry, Wally, yeah. Wallace, Avery, and the reverse Flash. Huh? I, I mean, it's colored in yellow. I assume that maybe this is pulling from, uh, maybe it's pulling from like Perfect Storm and maybe that's Godspeed, but I don't know for sure. Because it's definitely colored yellow. It also wouldn't make sense for it to be Godspeed because he's, you know, still a murderer. (laughs) Right. So, like, who is this supposed to be? Publicly a murderer. So I have no idea who the fuck that's supposed to be. But I don't like it. (laughs) But they step through this portrait and into the speed lab, which I kind of really like. It's not a bat cave. Barry's a CSI. He's a scientist. So obviously yeah. his secret yeah. lair would be a lab. Yeah. Yeah. And we it's get to really it has the little vehicle, like um the, the trench meal. It looks very yeah. like Hank Pym, you or know. Hamster the, wheel. The, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It looks like a Hank Pym Johns, which is yeah. really yeah. sick. It's really I think cool. that's cool as hell. Very, very cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we get to reconvene with uh Chill Daddy, Commander Cold, and <gasps> the new <gasps> Still Force user, Steadfast, who I still do not know anything about after reading this yeah. volume. Yeah, it's yeah, that's <laughs> negative number one. Uh, they introduce him here like 
we've seen him and like we've been talking it. This this feels like we did see stuff. We we no, we I saw mean him it, we saw him on ago. one page. Yeah, <laughs> to be like remember your past, and then it makes us feel like we've known this guy for like three months, and that's not real. Uh, this issue feels <laughs> like we missed a bunch of issues in the middle. Yes, because of other continuity stuff that's going on. Like. But... <laughs> To that point, though, we have praised in the past books like Invincible for having characters move on without needing to be focused on. Is this different? I mean... It feels different to me because this does move a lot faster, especially because we just had a volume that didn't take place during this time. That's fair. So we don't know how much time has passed between this. We don't know how. Yeah, we don't have a gauge of how much time has passed since what we last saw. Like this could be this could be like six months later, and we don't know. Or this could be days later. Or it could or it could literally be twenty minutes later. Minutes, yeah, minutes later, yeah. That's you know the flash. And it's, it's like when you go into a movie theater and you sit there and then you come out and you're getting all these text alerts Yeah. things. It's like, wait a second, how long was I in there? It's like, how long was I in there? I swear to God, that movie's two hours long. <laughs> like, that that was me when I went and saw uh, TMNT Mutant Mayhem on Digital Now. Go check it out. It's great. Mm, I can't wait to watch um, it. <laughs> I went into the theater and uh, we were visiting uh, Sammy's uh, sister in San Diego and I I was. They were doing their thing, so I'm like, I'm gonna watch a movie. And I went and saw uh, TMNT. Went in, sunshine, bright, nice day, good weather. I go in, I come out. Everything is covered in water. Apparently, some like big microburst had happened while I was in the theater. So I was just like, what the fuck happened? Oh my god! Like this is like a disaster (laughs) zone. Like, and it was an outdoor mall, so I was just like, what the hell? That's terrifying. <laughs> it, it was kind of crazy. It was fun. Um, but yeah, I would say it is a little different seeing as how these, specifically with our next uh, our next characters, Heat Wave and Captain Cold kind of feel like Heat a regression. Wave. Okay. Uh, uh, clarify something for me, because I feel like my copy here is messed up. Yes. So the Speed Lab page... Uh, yep. The last panel is, you think you can handle, it's Kid Flash saying, you think you can handle that? And Barry says, go ahead. And then the next page is Heat Wave saying, saying I, don't I don't need, need it. it? Yeah. I don't need it. What? It feels like we missed the page there. Yeah, what? it is It is a little jumbled. Um, we keep praising uh, Joshua Williamson for his comic booking, and I think this issue has his really bad that's comic true. booking. Yeah, like this yeah, has incredibly bad comic booking. It's, it's like point. it was written by somebody else who has just never written a mainstream comic before. Like what? Yeah. Is, what? What? Like does he always <laughs> have his powers back? Yep, seems yeah. like. Yeah. So he wave has his powers back. Uh, Captain Cold specifically doesn't have his powers back, but is acting like he has his powers back. Yeah, uh, he just upgraded his tech. He has a, a much worse... jackassy looking costume. Thanks, <laughs> like they were tra- yeah. they saw this, they're like, let's do Captain Cold, but Tron. But they did all. Yeah. They took none of the good parts of Tron. No, nope. yeah, they just made it a cloak kind of suit thing. Yeah, it's like. 
it's like how does this work you know uh and especially so that, especially with the gray beard and everything like that i'm just like is that, yeah is that just jeff bridges from tron just coming out and just like yeah yeah, yeah it's bridges. literally it's literally a tron legacy when he shows up in the club sick captain cole yes i would love to see jeff bridges just I, I think he'd be, be good i think that'd be, he'd be fun of... he just don't let him you know do the jeff bridges voice that he's done for the last 15 years <laughs> you mean the Lebowski voice? Me, barry i'm the dude i'm I, waiting for the ca- the new carpet man i'm waiting for you my hair? new carpet you'll never get away with this captain cole well like that's just your opinion man like, well, like, <laughs> that's just your opinion, man. He's like running around in flip flops. Like, Barry Allen was able to build this in a cave with a box of scrap. Uh, so Captain Cold <laughs> and Heat Wave are back together. Uh, Barry has explained the death, the slowly dying speed force to Avery and Wallace. Wait, I'm, I'm so sorry. We actually do need to go back real quick because we need to explain the Lex Luthor thing. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, fuck. Yeah. Because, and this is why I say, like, this is a bad issue. Because <laughs> it's just a, a lot time. of other continuity stuff. It's such a bad time. So, Jacob, because you don't have context for this, so Lex Luthor... There's context uh, that I needs to be I had here. I cannot wait for you to try and explain I just, this. I just, I'm gonna, I just I'm gonna freaking it. You know what? Let's we do this on, on the clock. <laughs> Let's put it on the clock. So you need to God, explain this. This is the worst one, too. <laughs> you need to explain I, this to Jacob in, oh, in 30 seconds. In 30 seconds. Okay. I'm giving you 30 seconds. Challenge real- level five. I'm okay. Just gonna, I'm just gonna really quick before you even explain this. I just accepted that it was Lex Luthor, and then I moved on. I'm just gonna let you let you know that. You I, know what? I got this from Lex Luthor. That's yeah. great. Honestly, We're now going great. to give you unneeded context. That is gonna make this more complicated for you. <laughs> Ready? That's Three, amazing. Two, one, go. So in the Justice League book, Lex Luthor has been obsessed with this god called Perpetua, who is like this oh, no. like. The space deity of order and chaos or balancing the scales or some shit. He gets leveled up and becomes like a super white Martian because of it. Uh, and then with that, he goes around to all these villains and starts giving them these, uh, amps up their powers and starts promising them like, oh, we're going to make everything. We're going to make this the year of the villain. Uh, bad guys are going to reign supreme. And so that's why Captain Cold looks like a jackass and everyone gets leveled up and this it just bogs down this volume. <laughs> Nice. Okay. Nice. Excellent right. work. Very um, nice. It's such yeah. a shitty time in DC Comics. No, that's that's <laughs> that was way more. I just anytime, anytime basically the way I like to think of it is like Sleuther is just the Tony Stark of like in terms of technology, like the whoever whoever just like steals I got this from LexCorp and I was like, Yeah, you probably stole it or he or he just downright gave it to you. I, I just accept that. Yeah. It's it makes sense. Yeah, we it's are Luthor. We are very quickly approaching death metal, and you can tell because oh, is that what this is? in this oh. volume specifically. Uh, uh, so we uh. see uh, Barry explaining everything to Wallace and Avery, and all of a sudden they swoop down because mm. the Black Flash. I love <laughs> this. <movie. laughs> 
<laughs> I should have saved it this entire time for that. You call you call a man Black Flash, he's gonna be like, "Yo, man, what up, motherfucker? I'm gonna fuck your shit." Like, uh, <laughs> rolls in with fucking fire, and he's like, "I'm gonna fucking push your poop, dog." Like. He's literally just shouted that in his uh, He's song. just screaming, just, yeah. just <laughs> yeah. That was that was some mummy 1999 mummy effect right Incredible. there. That's what, that was so good. Oh my god. Um and then Barry, uh, Brenda Fraser white man fucking slaps Jeez. him down. He says, yeah, I don't have man. time for this. This is like all life matter. I gotta go. And he has <laughs> He's in the thin yeah. blue line. Because <laughs> he's a cop. <laughs> he's, a cop. <laughs> he's like, all forces matter. All forces matter. Oh all forces God. matter. All oh forces matter God. is absolutely the theme of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that hurts. That's so bad. All, um, all force matters. Uh, so, also Black Flash. It's not just the speed force uh, around there, okay? <laughs> Oh, boy. I'm saying so all funny. forces matter. Oh, fuck. That's so <laughs> awful. Uh, you're the problem. Oh, golly, Black that. Flash. You know, I think you're actually being the offensive one. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I've got I've got Wallace right here. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm an ally, but, you know. I mean, I'm one of my best friends are speedsters. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, my best friends are force users. Yeah, force users, yeah. <laughs> Oh fuck! <laughs> oh my god! Oh Jesus! All right. Since uh, Malcolm's been coming in hot in most of this issue, I'm gonna come in hot with this particular moment because uh, I really love the Black Flash here. Um, Me but too. I think, but the thing is, the way he's used here is a lot like how the Masters use in the Thirteenth Doctor run. It's kind of like, yeah, why are we why are we repeating this? Why this is a character where less is more, you know? The less yes. you see him, the more intimidating and frightening That's he fair. is. That's and, fair. And and using him in this kind of crux a little bit, I kind of don't like it. I kind of think it dimish, diminishes his character a little bit. I mean, I anybody agree. anybody could have been in this pot spot, by the way. It could have been like maybe I disagree. Like, I think uh, I I don't know if anybody could have been in the spot, but I definitely think this definitely diminishes some, something better. The Black Flash is that's fair. I, yeah, I, I like that it establishes this because we haven't seen the Black Flash at all in this run. In this run, so I like yeah, having yeah. him show up. And I can't speak for volumes after this, but like him showing up just for this volume, I think works. Here's the thing. He, Oh, but, go, go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say that it being about the Speed Force dying and him being the personification of death in the Speed Force, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. He's like the Grim Reaper of the Speed Force, basically. Yes, yeah. exactly. And, and, exactly. I, and I get that, yeah. I, I think it's really cool. But I, I just agree. think, like, somebody else could have been, like, this kind of uh, character going after the all of these users, rather, just not just, like, just specifically a Speed Force. Like, Well, we will get to that in just a moment. Okay, so here's the thing. Does this work better yeah. if it's Godspeed? Because the interesting no, thing about this volume is that it does... Crisis. Uh, he's busy. He's busy, Malcolm. Okay. That, that, that big crisis that we're heading Let's put that aside for a moment. Let's act like crisis. we don't know about that. Since this volume does feel like it's kind of tying up a lot of loose ends from the run, 
Yeah. Would it work better if this was a Godspeed going around? And Godspeed, let's say he's even still working for Crisis, going around being like, I we need to kill to. these horses. Like, we have to kill these horses. Right. Yeah, there, there's something going on, and I have to kill these horses. I think that might work a little better. That might add a little yeah. bit more dramatic tension, a little bit more uh, upset to Barry to kind of rock him out of his... Uh, <laughs> rock him out of his Mark Wade Daredevil face, <laughs> which is kind of what got me to read Mark Wade Daredevil. Yeah, I was like, this kind of feels real. Wait a second, that's Wait what he's second. doing. <laughs> this well, son of a bitch has a skull in his drawer. Because <laughs> you mentioned you mentioned Godspeed, and I think I can kind of. I think it would have been cool if Godspeed ended up becoming the Black Flash. And now stick with me for yeah. a second because Ooh. his all-white costume, no mouth showing. How sick would it be if we see him getting corrupted by the death of the Speed Force, his white costume slowly bleeding into back, and and his mouth just like whips out of that. Out yeah. of the mask? Out yeah, of that mask. That'd be sick. Dope as yeah. fuck. Very that would cool. be really sick. That really would be cool. very, extremely really scary. And, yeah. I mean, the nice thing about Godspeed is you could totally just do, like, you know, the speed uh, double thing, you know, and that's not yeah, actually, sure. like, right him thing, yeah. from right now. That's 100%. him later or some shit. You could yep. totally do that. That'd be fine. Absolutely. That way you could have both Godspeeds still. Yep. That'd be sick. Yeah. So it could just be a time a time remnant. That's what it's called. Time uh, remnant. <laughs> it could just be a time remnant. Uh, so Black Flash is here, and he's here to kill the other forces, and he goes after Steadfast, which brings us to Chapter 77. And this this issue starts out, and I feel like I'm reading a completely different comic. Yes! Uh, we yes. come into contact with the Weather Wizard, who is no longer the Weather Wizard. He says, I am no longer the Weather's Wizard. I'm her assassin, and Mother Nature demands vengeance. Why do all the rogues have to look like assholes right now? Ah, I hate it. <laughs> he's he's got the uh, the high father beard going. Yeah, he is. Uh, it's he's, the, he's the actually power. gonna look him like the immortal from Invincible. No. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally get that. He's, he's looking very, a little bit like the immortal. Yeah, yeah. he's looking a little yeah. Vandal Savage, like with uh, with a with little bit green, too. Green Lantern powers a little bit. That's why it's just like kind of weird. Well, because he's tapped into the green. Is that wait? Is no, that, that doesn't that make is? any sense because it's not say, weather. Yeah, yeah that, no, no, that, that wouldn't make any sense. Uh, no. Wait a second, that's Nate. What that's, is uh, this? Yeah, no, it's I just that his costume either. is green, and so now his lightning is green for no reason. Weird, that's silly. Uh, yeah. so and, and it kind of it speaks to a like a deeper and more unfortunate note in that this should be a really cool story. Because yeah. it's the yep. rogues getting back together. Yeah, the, the rogues getting back, back together, together, leveled up. It should be up. cool, but yeah. instead but it's treated it's like not, bullshit. Yeah, because it's not the focus of the story, which makes yeah. Me, yeah. Um, we cut back to uh, the speedsters and Black Flash trying to kill Steadfast. Um, Barry is able to get in between them and stop the uh, the killing of the Still Force even if it's just momentarily. And I'm, yeah, th this is, we might end up speeding through uh, a lot of this uh, ah, because yeah, we, we get this battle in the uh, Flash Museum. Uh, Barry is able to escape with Steadfast for now. Um, 
Wallace and Avery are like, oh, we gotta, we're, we're losing powers, but we we gotta still be heroes. And we cut over now to, uh, I believe this is, yes, Cordo Maltese, because we have yes. to catch mm-hmm. up with Fuerza, who is fighting King Shark. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, awesome. I love King Shark. I'm so happy seeing it in this. <laughs> uh, like, why is he here? Who cares? It's a, it's a, it's a, like a King shark is a shark. Okay? It's a shark. Yeah, exactly. Tells what he shark does. Is a shark. Does what he does. Uh, I still. Yes, we all love Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Yay! Yay! Well, he said on. the thing. Hold on. We 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 love we love all King sharks. Okay. <laughs> Way to alienate the Flash. King all shark King sharks like matter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all sharks matter. <laughs> We did get it over Shark Week like a few months ago, so yeah, I'm very surprised at you, Malcolm. How dare you? You of all people I'm should sorry. know. I'm so no. offensive. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's going to be taller, it should be you. Yeah, son of a bitch. Oh my yeah. god. Uh, what so, an asshole. Am I right, listeners? Oh, right? I gotta King- go. Frieza sends King Shark off like Team Rocket, and Blast Barry off shows. Yep, blasting off again. Uh, Barry shows <laughs> up with steadfast. He's like, "All right, this is a problem." And then King Shark shows back up, bites down on Fuerza, and then I thought straight up, she killed him here. Yeah, I like, how did she not? Like, yeah, I agree with that too. Like, how did she not? I guess kill- she just breaks his jaw. Like, How does that and not then yeets him, him into the ocean? She fucking like homie's gonna die down there. Like, oh, hundred percent. There's a way that your jaw can be broken and something like that can happen. But at the same time, with the big, but but that's a shark, you know. The shark needs his jaw. So like, how is that thing gonna survive in the water? Uh, like, like that's that? crazy. He yeah, dies. Kind of, yeah, like I could, I could <laughs> canonically, see King Shark is dead. Love yeah, the king. <laughs> shark. Oh, don't say that phrase, because because that's gonna be like something for later on. Oh man. Oh, oh no. Uh, uh, so so we see uh, Barry is explaining the whole situation to Fuerza, and Fuerza is like, "No, nah, I still don't fucking like you, but I like this dude." She like looks at steadfast, and she's like, "I'm into it. I'm picking up what he's putting down." I I do kind of like the like he immediately like makes Barry look like shit. Yeah, he vibes (laughs) because because he goes and like checks on the people here on the boat. Price is like, yeah, he's actually doing hero shit. He doesn't just come in and try to save the day. He actually is doing hero shit. He's following up, (laughs) and Barry's just fucking mad about it. I think that's kind of funny. All right. me, I just I love when he walks back and their powers connect and we get that suddenly and it's just I just feel like everything like slows around them. Uh, this know. magic moment. moment. <laughs> uh, As the flash is just pounding in the corner, he's like, "Yeah, let's go find a new user." Um, so they head to Zandia to find Psych. This will. Big helmet, dickhead, swannabe maker. It's uh, for real. Yeah, why does he actually, look like this? I know. Why does he 
look like this. Like, like, so like... he's uh, <laughs> he's about to do another crime. Uh, Flash just picks him off the side of the building, and I kind of love that. Like, with, with no effort, he just runs up the side of this huge skyscraper, picks him off the building, and brings him to where everybody else is. Yeah. And Sykes yeah. just like, hold on, let me read your mind. And he sees the Black Flash, and he's just like, what the fuck is this? This sucks. And then he takes control of Steadfast and turns Steadfast against the other Force users. So two issues where Steadfast is kind of the MacGuffin at the end. He sure yeah. is. In Maybe a row. that's why he's not really a character. And I was going to say, but we're supposed to care about this character. That's interesting. Yeah. We're supposed okay. to. Yeah. Uh, chapter 78, we get a quick little... I, I do like this. I do like this as the ex- yeah. explanation of the Black Flash. Yeah. Yep. And how unique of a concept it is to him, considering that the Black Flash came after he was dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the Black Flash was mostly like a Wally thing, and I still, I mean, Wally outrunning death is still maybe the best like feat I mean, a Flash has incredible. ever done. Exactly. Yeah. Fucking incredible. Um, but I love that Barry's unique relationship to death kind of opens him up to always having the Black Flash kind of over his shoulder. Very I different. love that. Uh, so Senfast is going crazy because because uh, Psych is basically like, well, if the Black Flash comes here and kills all of you, then he'll leave me alone. Dumb shit. Dumb fucking, like, he's going to kill all of them. You don't think he's going to come after you? Idiot. So <laughs> we see uh, they're able to get uh, Steadfast back to normal. Uh, Psych escapes. We cut over to By Malibu. throwing a lightning out. bolt at him. Yeah, he 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 pulls a a Grant Gustin special. It throws yes. lightning. <laughs> it looks way better in the show. Okay, let's just. <laughs> no, that was pretty accurate. Yeah. Now we see. Uh, we cut over to Malibu, California, my neck of the woods, and we see. Hi, Barbie. I can. <laughs> and we he literally Barbie. is living in the Malibu dream house. And we see that this is Sam Scudder. Yeah, it is. Mirror Master. The worst Mirror Master. The worst Mirror Master? Oh, yeah. Evan McCulloch. And let me just, I don't want to mince words. That listener, you hear me and the world hears me. Sam Scudder can jump off of a non-reflective surface. Evan McCulloch... (laughs) is the greatest mirror master and I will fight you on the moon. King shit, bro. That's king shit right there. King, you <laughs> so, drop this. So they uh they're here to recruit Sam Scudder. And Scudder's living it up. He's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I'm just living and having orgies all the time in my bro, Malibu yeah, dream house. Fucking bro. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. And and Cold is just like, where the fuck is my sister? Because if you remember, uh, Sam Scudder and Lisa Snart have been an item now and then. Mm-hmm. But it turns out she broke up with him and left the rogues to try and go straight and live her life on the straight and narrow. And mm-hmm. so they basically convince Sam to rejoin them. If he's like, if you'll get Lisa back for me, I'll join you guys. They're like, fuck it, whatever, dude. We're already looking for her. We cut back to the speed lab where uh, they are trying to track down where Psych is. 
Uh, meanwhile, Wallace and Avery are fighting some rogues, and I do kind of like Barry recognizing, like, they're good. Like, they know yeah. how to do this. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I do like that a lot. What what issue are we in? Like seventy something. This is 70, yeah, and yeah. he finally recognizes his like friends like, wow. having the potential that they have. Like, wow, oh, maybe it's look. not just me. Wow, yeah. wow, wow. What, a, wow, what an egotistical bastard. Anyway, uh, no, but this is showing growth for him. This is great. Sure, sure. All and right. so he's like, I am going to outrace death, and I'm like, bro, you are not fast enough for this. You you know. ain't no Wally West. Uh, <laughs> which honestly, this would have been a great time to have a cutaway where Barry goes to visit Wally. But we talk about how he hasn't visited Wally. And yeah. we're about to get into that. We're about to get into that. Yep. Barry is like, all right, I gotta go find I know where uh, they, they're able to track down Psych, and he's in Scotland. He's in the West Highlands, and he goes to Ooh. try and get to Psyche, but uh, Black Flash is already there. And he goes, he takes out Psyche and fucking murderizes him. Just straight up murks Psyche, takes his, uh, his sage force. He's done. He's done. He's done. He's done. Crispy. It's yeah. over. He's a crispy, crispy boy. Chapter 79, back at the Flash Museum, um, we see Fuerza and, uh, and Steadfast want to go after uh, the Flash, but Flash returns with Psyche, who is dead, and we see that because of the death of the Sage Force user, Barry is more powerful. So uh, there is an Ooh. interesting conflict there where mm -hmm. the less force users there are, the stronger Barry is. The stronger the speed force gets, the speed force is healing. Interesting. Uh, we then cut to Lisa Snart, who is ice skating lessons. She's wearing Dazzler cosplay, and I She's love it. She's a baddie. She's a baddie. She always yeah. has been, but especially Look at how long the Dazzler that cosplay. hair is. Big baddie. She she's she's rocking that Ariana Grande ponytail. Not, uh -huh. yeah. Oh yeah, she's going around like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your Ariana Grande impression? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's what you gotta do. That's all you gotta do. Yeah. Pause the Incredible. Yeah. Uh, so we see that uh, that. Snarts. So the the rogues are here to recruit Lisa. She's like, I don't want to have anything to do with it. I don't want to work with Lex Luthor. He sucks. But uh, Captain Cold is like, hey, we're not working for Lex Luthor. We're working against Lex Luthor. He doesn't know it. Which at this point, what? after <laughs> everything that has happened, why the fuck would Lex ever trust the rogues? Like, because are you they serious? Have, they do this every time. Every time. Every time they get recruited. He's just like, yeah, seems all right to me. I'll just give you all this tech and all this stuff. And you got it. You're right. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. It's fucking dumb. It's so dumb. Because they always betray. Curse you with your inevitable betrayal. Yeah. It's almost as dumb as Mirror Master's new costume, which oh, sucks. Oh, that shit but. sucks. That shit <laughs> sucks. sucks. Yeah, but yeah. all of these costumes suck, except they for all Lisa's suck. current 
Ariana Grande Dazzler costume, which she does. And then it's about to get place. worse. Because, because her new one is terrible. So Fuerza, <laughs> we cut back to the speed lab. Fuerza can apparently create portals. Uh, it's just something she can do now. Uh, so she and Commander Cold go off to investigate. And then we find out that Barry and Steadfast are Barry's going to try and hide Steadfast because he believes that the only way that the Black Flash is able to find the other Force users is because of him. So he gets ready to take uh, Steadfast out of here and... Uh-oh. Ooh. Uh-oh. That's a problem. Uh-oh. That she is a deep high lazy She got the boots. Again. She got the boots. Uh-oh. Iris is back. Caked up, bro. Holy fuck. <laughs> Crazy. Rafa Sandoval loves some Iris West, and you can tell. I, th- I think all the Rafa Sandoval stuff in general is really gorgeous, this volume. Like, I think his art is yes. incredible. But man, holy she, shit, does he loves her. Like, <laughs> God, damn. She is like Dolly Parton busting out all over the place right now. It's kind of distracting. It's like, it's a little too much for me. How actually. bad she is. It's like a little. She is, she is the a bone baddie. structure on her face? Oh my God. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Girl, the back of your head looks ridiculous. Girl, girl, girl. Ay, ay, God damn. <laughs> Got uh, me like so Alpha 5 up in here. Ay, ay, ay. So she is back from her backpacking trip, fighting her, eat, pray, loving her way across Europe. <laughs> and she's like, true? we gotta, we gotta talk. And he's like, okay. She's like, why haven't you gone to see Wally? Which makes absolute sense because this is a legit question for a couple reasons. First yep. off, Wally is alive. We saw this at the end of Heroes in Crisis. Wally is in Justice League custody. Barry has not gone to yep. meet him once. Nope. Why? The other reason Why? is because you know who outran the Black Flash? Wally. Wally goddamn West. All of this yeah. like, hey, you're, you know, we're getting slower. We don't know how to deal with the Black Flash. You know who knows how to do that? Wally. You know who's always been faster than Barry? Wally. Wally you know Wally. who has a very distinct and specific and particular relationship with the Speed Force? Wally. Wally. And I feel like this is sidelining him because they know that he would be able to fix this. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I think I, they wouldn't have any idea but to resolve it if they did put Wally in it. I think that's kind of the like what why they didn't put him in there. It's, it's like, so it's frustrating. He's right there. Especially I think and you know, listeners, go back in our feed to listen to our final crisis episode, but I think that they do a really good job of making Barry's Black Flash Death the Black Racer. Yes, I love the Black Racer. Mm -hmm. And then have Wally's Black Flash be the Black Flash. Very interesting. Is that kind of just better? It's very interesting. Is that kind of just better for them to just have different Black Flashes? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a nice connection there instead. Do that instead. Fair point. Let's do that. And then, and, and then, and then Bart's would actually be legit, just inertia. 
and he, and he doesn't know right. that he, and he doesn't know that he's the personification of death for bart you're right that'd be Ooh, sick See, that's that'd good be really crazy that's good uh so we see steadfast is like because <laughs> iris comes up and she's like look you need to go see Wally. Also, I did my backpacking trip. I don't remember as much as I would like to. And Stabbass is like, did someone say they want to remember? And he, like, gets uh, all <laughs> I can help you relive your memories. And she's like, who the fuck are you? Why are like, oh, you fucking in this wait, hold on. <laughs> We're having an A-B conversation, so go fuck your way out of it. Can like... you see your way out of it? Oh, I saw it. And then all of a sudden, time begins to slow. We see the water rise out of somebody's commemorative flash museum. Like a T Rex approaching. Up. <laughs> and then the flash gets his shit rocked. That bottom panel where he yeah. is just head on the ground. Just, he just gets walloped. <laughs> yeah. He gets walloped like Malcolm. You remember in, uh, in uh, Necessary Evil when Kira fucking wallops Jason? Oh yeah. That exact oh, it's yeah. that exact fucking stance. Oh. Face first on the ground. Power Rangers comments. Three them. Uh but we see that it's not the black flash. It's the one true flash. Hunter Zolomon, who looks fucking terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Long I... time no see, Barry. Were you expecting someone else? Ah. He's gone full villain. Yeah. Full, like, like full he villain. has converted the eye holes into just the eye holes from his reverse flash costume. His He's mask, reversed yeah. the yeah, lightning yeah. bolt, but he still got that buzzsaw belt, so it's automatically the best flash costume. So it's still <laughs> the best flash costume, yeah. It's just now the second best flash costume. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. And he's he just like, terrifying. hey. He does. Yeah. And so he shows up, and I, I have to assume that this is, like, kind of a, it's got to be a nod, since we've had, you know, the connections between this and the, uh, the TV show. It's got to be a nod to Hunter being the Black Flash in the TV show. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. Still, a great choice. Uh, we see that Hunter has been following Barry this whole time. He says, you know, you're a hard person to pull a fast one on, Barry, to follow, to study. But I was an FBI profile. I did serial killers. And it just makes so much sense. Like, mm -hmm. it's it's incredible. I love Hunter Solomon. I love that he's part of this. And he's just like, and y'all know what I'm here to do. I'm here to kill this motherfucker. And everyone's like, no, Hunter. And then he fucking And then snaps. he does it. And then he, he does, does it. The I literally gasped. I totally forgot about that. I was like, Damn. <gasps> oh god. And then I was immediately like, oh god, I hope Iris isn't pregnant. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. So listeners, for, for context, because I don't believe we gave the full context when he first appeared. Uh Hunter Zolomon's big claim to fame, you know, Eobards is, oh, I killed Barry's mom. Uh, I'm also the only person that Barry has ever killed by snapping his neck. Hunter, he had his claim to fame, his big ruining of Wally's life, because Linda, at the time in the comics, was pregnant with, uh, with their child. And Hunter snapped. Simple snap that 
forced Linda to lose their baby. And as he would come to find out, Wally was going to have twins. Oh. And you know how but... he found out? Hunter told him. Because he has an interesting relationship with time. And so obviously this was eventually reversed and we have Irie and Jay. But yeah, anytime Hunter Zolomon snaps his fingers, it is a big, big problem. It's okay. scary. It's, it's the terrifying. scariest attack in the comics. I think. It sounds like, like... Uh, it sounds like that last moment in Seven, basically, where he like, yes. uh, he's, he's just yeah. like where it's just like he, he, she, she pleaded for her life, not just for her life, but for the life of her child. And then the Brad Pitt's like, "What?" And he's like, "Oh, oh he didn't know." No. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly that. Yeah. Oh, man. yes. And so he disables everybody and he absconds with Steadfast, Black Flashes, and Hot Pursuit. Meanwhile, in Venice Beach, California, uh, we see... Uh, what a jump! We see Avery and Wallace fighting Big Sur. Yeah! I think that's fucking hilarious. His so name good. is Big Sur. Big and Sur! Big Sur! Beach. Big Incredible. Sir. So they defeat him, and Wallace is like, Oh, I'm feeling faster. The speed force must be fixed. And I'm like, Ooh. Because at this point, Wallace is like, I think we're fast enough again. We can go after the real rogues. And we cut to the real rogues. Don't they all just look like absolute jackasses? Yeah, this is bad. <laughs> These are just bad designs all around. I what is that say... golden glider design? Why does she look like the mummy? Uh, yeah, I was gonna say she looks like uh, that new gods uh, girl character, the 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 Lashina. Lashina, Lashina, yeah, that's, Lashina, yeah. She looks exactly like Lashina. She looks just she looks like, exactly honestly, like with the fucking hair, she looks like Medusa of the. Yeah, Inhumans. like a combination between the two. Yeah, she does kind of. Look, you know what? These are better Inhumans designs because yeah. if Black Bolt wore what Captain Cold's wearing, that yeah. would be hard. That, that would go hard. Hundred percent. That'd be kind of like his Secret Wars suit that he was wearing yeah. afterwards a little yeah. bit. Like, yeah, and fucking, yeah. and fucking, uh, Heat Wave is Karnak. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ooh, I, was thinking, uh, I was thinking weather monarch or whatever you want to call him, weather wizard or whatever, would be the Karnak. I saw Ooh. him as um what's his name? The the beast looking one. Oh yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. With the with the legs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's one a good thing, call. I don't understand why I don't know why Iceman is part part of this rogues group. I don't get Oh, it. that's Mirror Master. Oh, that's Mirror Master. Oh, right. Yeah, because right. he's reflective. So is yeah. 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 He looks like mirrors now. He has a why logo is... now. Yeah. Yeah. Why do they have mirrors now? They have yeah. mirrors now. Yeah, why do you look like a... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> No, just, just no. So why do you look chapter like chapter eighty? Why do you look like a crystal ball? Shut the fuck up with that. Get that God, off you. So bad. Chapter eighty has maybe the hardest fucking cover. Yeah. Out of the volumes. I God mean, damn, is this cover ripped? It's it is so a pretty good. I love that it has the chin strap in the, oh, in the, the snow. snow. I hate that. But <laughs> Hilarious. It's a good cover. It my favorite part <laughs> but this reintroduces us to scott collins hey. and it makes sense we've got black flash and we've got hunter's element so we got to bring back the collins 
a very different vibe from Rafa Sandoval. Oh, God, it's yeah. definitely a tonal shift. <laughs> I see Joshua Williamson writing this, and then he points to like one of those like Batman '86 red phones and goes, "Make the Collins." Yeah. <laughs> and, so, and so we see uh, I'm in the back, kind of boo. a recap on everything that just happened last issue uh, but Barry has hold on a second yes so the Black Flash is here and he's attacking Barry he's like where's the still force I gotta kill it um, and he rushes off Iris, who has done a quick change between issues, uh, tells Barry, like, hey, you're not running off without me anymore. And he's like, all right, let's do this. And he picks her up and they run. And then we see, we cut to somewhere, a different location. And Steadfast has just been getting his shit rocked by Hunter, I guess. I've just been kicking the shit out of him. Is Steadfast a kid? It's weird because he's not drawn as a kid when he's drawn by Rafa Sandoval, but he's definitely drawn as like he, a eight year old kid. Yeah. He's Scott drawn Collins. a little like a kid when he's done by Rafa Sandoval. Because when when they put his cloak on the mannequin uh-huh. and then like Barry's like rushing him away, he does look specifically like smaller. No, he's but just it's Asian. just like never addressed. He's just Asian. We all look younger than we are. <laughs> just... You know what? That's fair. And honestly, I can't be mad about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it, it it is interesting. I'm curious to see what his actual age is because I don't. They never say because we never get any fucking backstory on him. We um, get anything on him. He's not a character. So we see that Wallace and Avery are trying to find the uh, the rogue. So they head to. The ruins, Iron Heights Penitentiary. <laughs> which I guess is still uh, under construction, under reconstruction to try and rebuild the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we see that this is indeed the base that the rogues are in. Um, Avery and Wallace are like, holy fuck, it's the rogues. Holy shit, we found them. Meanwhile, Barry and Iris head to uh, this prison to get more information on Hunter. And so they go through, they learn Hunter's backstory. The whole story that we uh, have recounted before, Hunter was an FBI profiler. He was tracking down the serial killer named The Clown, um, whose MO never involved him using a gun. He told his superior, who was also the dad of his fiance, he's not going to have a gun. We can go in on him. He went in there. Clown had a gun, shot his future father-in-law, ruined his life. Clown Had a Gun is my favorite album title. <laughs> it's a great Aerosmith song. Uh, <laughs> we see that they still have the gun in the FBI locker. And so, in the FBI um, evidence locker. And so, Barry goes through and he runs some fingerprints on it. And an interesting match comes up, which we will get to in just a minute. <laughs> Uh, we find out that where Hunter had brought Steadfast was his old, uh, was the site of where his life was ruined. The old house where uh, the clown had been hiding out. And Hunter just keeps walloping Steadfast until Barry arrives. Takes out Hunter, and then the two of them are battling. Steadfast uses his still force to try and stop Hunter, but then... 
Hunter is able to drain the Still Force from Steadfast and races off with Barry in tow. Just has him Love by that. the fucking ankle and is just dragging him like it's season two of The Flash. Yes. Love that. Love it. I mean, we... I love that that's now just a Hunter Zolomon move, isn't it? Isn't it yeah. just? I love that. Isn't it just? I do love that. And so Hunter runs off with him and reveals his plan. He's like, look, we are, I'm taking you to the Forever Force. It exists outside of time and space, but it's not hyper time. It's not the multiverse. It's not the source wall. It's not the source. It's the Forever Force. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he's like, I am going to be the greatest Flash in the multiverse. I am going to... He's like, I am going to control the four forces, and I am done with trying to get my life back. I am going to do what the any Flash before me has never done. I'm going to kill death. This shit just seems made up. <laughs> like, I know, I know, like, comics are inherently just made up, and all this is fiction. But it seems like they're just making shit up as they go along. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like so this is the uh, like a real... forever force. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah. and it's um definitely like outside of all like hyper time and um it, it's like a kid playing with toys with his yeah. friend. No, no, no. And his I friend's like, oh, well, I attacked you. Yeah, and he's like, no, I have a super force. Never even seen, but I was born with it. Uh, so it's always been there. Um, yeah. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because I specifically have a laser beam that goes through force fields. This is the problem player in every D and D session. Basically, yeah. it's yeah. like it's just like I hit okay. six times for all the damage. Exactly. Right. <laughs> and now I got my forever force level level ten. I'm gonna use it to like do this. Wait, what do you mean I didn't? What do you mean I can't use that? No, I, I carried it on from another game. Like that's that's why I homebrew I have, that. I, I homebrew home that. You said I could homebrew it. It's not. Wait, what? Okay. So stupid. <laughs> you are dumb. I don't know. This is just dumb. And so, Barry basically he tells him like I can't let you do this. The Black Flash arrives and Zoom says, I'm going to kill death, but Barry shoves Hunter out of the way and gets impaled by the Black Flash. Which brings us to the final chapter of this volume, chapter 81. Which basically starts off with uh, Rise of the Silver Surfer, Hunter Zolomon, uh, yep. fighting against the Black <laughs> Flash using every force that he's acquired over time. He is now the master of all four forces, and he's fighting Black Flash to try and kill him. Super Flash. Black I mean, Flash. Luke oh, give him. him the thing arms. Yeah. Like, yeah. The Super Scroll thing arms. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. are you serious? Come on, dude. Uh, yeah, exactly. What? And so Barry is slowly speed healing, and he's like, I got... We gotta get away. We can't beat Black Flash. And I'm just like, yo, I am the true Flash. He's like, this is my destiny. My father was a serial killer. The clown killed my mentor. All that death led to this. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. See, and yeah. that's when Barry reveals the truth. That it was Eobard Thawne who gave the clown the gun. <laughs> 
Eobard Thawne created Hunter Solomon to use him against Barry because of course he did. And so Barry's like, I don't know why he did this, but we need to get you out of here. And Hunter's like, I don't know what to do now. My entire life has been a lie. And Black Flash comes out to try and pull them. We cut to the wreckage of Iron Heights, the ruins of Iron Heights. Wallace and Avery are found by um, the mummy here, the golden mummy, and they are attacked. <sighs> They're trying to fight against the rogues. Um, Hunter and Barry are trying to escape from the Black Flash, and then Hunter gets an idea. He's like, I must sacrifice myself to the Force Barrier. And they're like, no, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, this is what the Flash does. The true Flash must sacrifice himself. He says, tell Wally, I'm sorry. I wish he and I could have stayed friends. This is sound what... like this? <laughs> I, I love it. I don't know. I, I don't know why it. this voice came up. No, this makes it's sense. It's like, this is what Flashes do, right? Sacrifice Man. themselves to save the day? And he throws himself like a fucking fly against a wall against the force barrier. I love that he changes his flash symbol to be a classic flash alignment. <laughs> because yeah. now he's right part of the flash end. family. Because now he's like, now I am part of the flash family. And Barry's like, I don't know. We'll have to talk about that later. He's like, no, I am part of the family now. Because I sacrifice myself. Ah, I'm automatically a We are all on the same team and I'll always Mashy. have been aligned. Wally is my best friend. And he throws himself into the force barrier, healing it. Ooh. He fixes the force barrier. Sure. Uh, Black <laughs> Flash goes to attack Barry. Um, Barry is attacked by the Black Flash just as Kid Flash and Avery engage with the rogues which saps their speed and this feels very much like the death of bart allen when he was the flash and the return of wally west cost bart his speed right as he was engaged with the rogues all of a sudden crack home and and both uh barry wallace and avery are all struck by lightning i like and to say sam shows up and oh wait no sorry uh, actually it's very marvel tangent there um, um, hell yeah i just like to picture that wally the entire time is just sitting in a cell and he feels the speed force get drained by him and just suddenly gets struck by lightning in the prison cell he's like what the fuck is going on yeah <laughs> he just <laughs> he's like, going on out there he's just like obi-wan or like yoda on like dagobah that's just yeah it's dropping the cane yeah like all the effects so it's been going i was like oh, oh. <laughs> uh, I, I like to think that he didn't feel it at all <laughs> that he hasn't felt the speed force dying and that he like everything's fine with him <laughs> he's just in blissful ignorance of everything yes that's funny. no because he because his connection is just better he's fine <laughs> <laughs> so, he's fine. Not bothered. Not he's actually bothered. he's actually plugged in with the Ethernet cable, not just Wi-Fi. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's hardline. Yeah. <laughs> so back at the Flash Museum, we see the skies begin to darken. Speed Force is still around, but it's weakened somehow. Um, Barry 
is gone, and then the sky blackens, and Perpetua, Perpetua comes in. This is the demon goddess who was the mother of the multiverse. And she has taken over. It's death metal time, baby. Thank you uh, for explaining that because I have no idea who the fuck this person was. Yes, That's why I had to give that context earlier. Yeah, this is Perpetua. I will not yeah. say her name correctly ever for the rest of my life. This is um, Perpetua? <laughs> this is well, someone told me the right Priscilla way to, Queen of the to, to say her name. <laughs> she is now Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Priscilla Queen that of the Desert. That is who okay. she is yeah. now. You're welcome. Um, there you go. Okay. We see Steadfast and Freaking Out. He's like, this is the end. Uh, Avery and Wallace blast through the Flash Museum, and then the rogues say, you know, I didn't believe... Oh, wait, I gotta, I gotta do the yeah. one with force. Yeah, do it, do it! <laughs> you know, I didn't believe Luthor about the whole Doom wins thing, but now I believe. Oh, yeah, that's that's it. The sky darkens and the symbol of doom appears in the sky. Yeah. Oh yeah, Jacob. There's a whole thing in that Justice League run about the symbol of justice and the symbol of doom. And it's hilarious because <laughs> the symbol of justice is just the Hall of Justice. The Hall and of the Justice. Symbol of doom and the symbol of doom is just the is, Legion of is, Doom headquarters. Yeah, exactly. It's just the symbols was... flipped upside down. That's funny because I I just noticed I was like this looks like the the doom and the doom uh, headquarters in the swamp of New Orleans there. I thought it was. I'm cute. sorry. That's I guy Snyder Justice League run his butts, bro. <laughs> his butts. It's his butts, bro. I disagree, but yeah. I can't argue that this game's silly. I mean, Death it metal is. Has Really? It's just as it's just as bad as like, oh, I wonder who this mysterious non-vampire uh, person who is called Alucard uh, for some reason. Wait a minute, <laughs> Alucard. If I spell this, wait a second. Oh, it's Dracula. Oh, oh no. no, I didn't Dracula? know that was Dracula. Ooh, Daddy well. Drax. Uh, Daddy so that ends this volume. Death metal has come to the DC universe, and nothing uh, will ever be the same again. Gentlemen, final thoughts on this volume, and uh, did you have a favorite part? Let's go to Jacob first. Um, this was really all over the place, um, and especially if not having context to like what's going on in the comics universe at the time, uh, you know, with the metal universe, I didn't know any about that. I just was just accepting of well, like whatever's happening is happening because of the sake of the story. Um, yeah. This is one of those volumes, like Josh. Okay, who is this guy, Josh Williamson? Yeah, I'm. I'm like always flip flopping, like John Kerry over here with him in terms of just like <laughs> sometimes he's good, sometimes he's terrible. Like this, this volume is definitely what? Really, really bad. Come on, he's a flip flopper. Let's all be real about that. Shit about John Kerry. Yeah, let's reference. I did not expect this episode from, to be yeah. as politic as political as it became but yeah. i'm kind of here for oh, it you're welcome you're welcome Y'all i'm referencing politics that were tw that are 20 years old now, <laughs> 20 year and, old you're and you're welcome for getting that younger listeners anyway it's just it's just all <laughs> over the place like i again i i i like i like the idea of what you guys said of like hunter zolomon being the replacement of the black flash in this just because i think that does make a little more sense um really like seriously this was all like all because of like 
uh hunter bringing back hunter zolomon to make him like sacrifice himself to be like good this this yeah this was very disjointed the rogues showing up is really disjointed it it lacks all the focus that we could really have like from the last volume too especially the that being just a self-contained volume on its own um was brilliant and nice and neat and i can't get over the fact that that the turtle was the main villain in that um this just felt like hey let's just let's just have a flash potpourri and see if like anything like comes out of it well enough and yeah this this is actually kind of i think this is like the worst volume for me out of what we've read the worst interesting just because like i could find some humor and fun out of the other stuff but this felt like this was kind of not enjoyable (laughs) by for me so yeah uh malcolm yeah i think this just gets bogged down with all the other shit going on like them you know pun intended or not intended forcing everything all together i I just think it gets so bogged down with that like it totally turns his volume into a drip plus like i said earlier every time the forces show up it's kind of a bummer and a drip in general like and i get like you know this is killing off a bunch of them whatever but then also what was the point of them what was the point of having them and introducing them making them a big thing just to kill them off like three volumes later that's silly too like there's like and and to introduce steadfast as this force user and literally just not do anything with him like (laughs) i don't know like i especially coming off of last week which i still think is the best volume of the run so far like Mm. and then going into this like it's just a total weird it made me yearn for last week's earlier adventures of the flash as opposed to this continuity burdened like to, uh, modern timeline stuff, which yeah. is just a bummer. Um, favorite part though, that Rafa Sandoval art is gorgeous, man. Yeah, he, he's he's so good, and I yeah. I've waited for that guy to get his flowers for years. I think he's always been really good. Um, you know, I mean, we talked about him last year with the Ultimate Enemy trilogy yep. stuff. Crush you it, know, man. and I mean, you look at that guy then, and then you look at that guy now. He's He's leveled up at least a couple of times over. I mean, he's he's incredible. So yeah, I think that's probably my favorite part of it. Hell yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you guys. I I think I still like this more than you you two do, but it's a very thin margin. Um, going through it has definitely kind of soured a lot of it for me. Uh, it's you know it's a it's weak. Because I think, like you said, it's beholden to all the other stuff going on, the Force stuff, the death metal lead up. It's just not great. Uh, I wish that it had been kind of a more focused story, either focusing on the rogues or focusing on specifically Hunter Zolomon. But my favorite part is Hunter Zolomon. Just this whacked out, like, I am the savior. I, yeah, am, I am now part of the Flash family. Everything I've done is now okay because I'm now part of the Flash family. Honestly, he was the best part of this book, actually. Yeah, it's strange to say that. Like, but also I, he feels like shoehorned in at the last like. He two does issues. feel shoehorned yeah. in. Like I wish when that the he Black gotten... Flash was the antagonist of this. Yeah, yeah. I wish he had gotten his conclusion with Wally instead of yeah. Barry. It that, does. Yeah. It sucks. I think that's yeah. kind of the big thing. Is just like this should have been a Wally book. 
like this should have been the return of Wally, really, in the sense of like kind of saving the day and like experiencing. While Barry's having his flashback coma, Wally comes in and this is his redemption. I would even say. I would even say like Barry should have been handling the rogues while uh, while Wally is busy dealing with this main story. You know what I mean? If you wanted to deal he is with more the... closely associated with Black Flash, yeah, exactly. So it, it would. I think that's and I think that's also the linchpin too because like having Wally in it would have like solved things way too easily, too yeah. as well. And then it would have been like a, a two separate uh, like a, a two story book where it would it would deal with that first story and then we would deal with the rogues immediately afterwards because Wally would right. just solve everything way too quick. So yeah, well, and that's the eternal problem of modern flash books is that and this goes to I think this book especially feeling the influence of a TV show where yeah. TV show is very Wally yeah. coded yes, and then is. this is very Wally coded. Like this entire run is felt more like a Wally run, you know, it's, that's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Is that, you know, for a long period of time, DC comics did not like Wally West and did not acknowledge Wally West. And so, you know, that just kind of ruined everything. That's kind of weird. Yeah. So thanks Dan video. And on that note, that wraps up this week's volume. But before we get to next week's volume, we've got some emails. So Malcolm, what time is it? It's the mail. It's the mail. Yes. Mail time. Yeah. It's the mail. It's the mail. It's the mail. Mail yeah. time. It's the, the mail. mail time. Read the mail. I... Send the mail. Send the emails. We'll read them on the show. And we're done. And we're done. <laughs> If you want to be part of the Geeksplained Book Club mailbag, send your emails to geeksplained at gmail.com. Put mailbag, put Flash Fam Club in the subject header, and we will read it here on the Friday show. Our first email, and we mentioned already, Dylan sent the first email. Our next email comes from Abdullah Kathrada. What's up? Abdullah writes, hello, book club. Before I get into anything else, I wanted to let you know something about the series you covered. But the series you covered last week on the Wednesday podcast, Thor the Mighty Avenger. I had read that book not long after it had come out, but after it was canceled. And I absolutely loved it and felt bad that I had found it so late. But in the podcast, and again during the mailbag of last week's book club, you mentioned that the series only had four issues. I could have sworn that it had at least six issues that I had read. And so I decided to follow up on it to check whether I was remembering correctly. I Googled it and found out there were actually eight whole issues that came out, plus the free comic book day issue that Malcolm and Jacob had mentioned. Yes, I am very excited about this. I hate being wrong, but it makes me really excited that I can dive into more of that story. You see, this was all a trick, was to get everyone to revisit that book last week. Yeah, it was all just a Machiavellian trick. Yeah, it was all an Axel Walker trick. We did it. We did it. High five to everybody. We did it. Yeah, uh, they're right. That's I also get. found, much to my absolute joy and amazement, that they are all collected in one trade. The trade is currently available on Amazon for a great price. You better believe that I already ordered my copy as soon as I found that out. And now that I've secured my own copy, I feel comfortable sharing the information with you guys. I'll put, I've put the link for it at the end of the email. That's going to help me a lot. Thank you, Abdullah. To save you that extra precious few seconds of having to search for it yourself. I honestly can't believe that Marvel, a company who is notorious for creating artificial scarcity with and being terrible in publishing their trades, actually has this complete collection available. I cannot tell you how happy I am that it actually exists and that it's available. Not to spoil anything, Eric, but that wish you had about Thor meeting with other Avengers, that wish is granted. Yeah. 
Yes. Also, Fit Fang Foom? What? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, spoiler alert. Ooh. Uh, my question for you guys this week is this. What is something that a character in a comic keeps getting blamed for that you think is pretty unfair and would be interesting to have addressed head-on in a comic? For me, I find it weird that writers keep having characters accuse Batman of recruiting children and making them soldiers. Apart from Dick and Jason, all of Batman's other partners are pre all pretty much forced their way into his life. Tim, Barbara, Stephanie, Cassandra, and Duke all chose the costume life on their own, and without Batman training them and giving them a support system would have been all worse off or even dead. I think it would have been really interesting to have that be addressed directly in a Batman title and finally put that to rest. I also think that people saying Batman just beats up poor people and could do more as Bruce Wayne is dumb, and I hate that it's even seeped into the comics themselves. Someone actually put together a whole thread on Twitter with panels and pages from the comics refuting that. What would have been more interesting is when Bruce lost his billionaire status if they had done a story fall or showing the app showing the effects of that bruce and wayne enterprises basically funded half of gotham services and kept the city from drowning in poverty what happens when the guy who was keeping all those services funded and going gets removed from his position and is replaced by a board that doesn't care about any of that looking forward to hearing what you think abdullah that's a great point um yeah I, I think they should address that uh, how uh, Wonder Woman is a racist. I'm just kidding. I, I, I'm trying to think of like, I'm just trying to think of like things that would be fairly fun. To, to, to I think you can probably just throw in the entire Golden Age pantheon for how there racist. There you go. Because that was yeah. a very particular time. Y'all remember that time. issue where Superman had a power where he could change his face and he turned himself into a really bad caricature of an Asian person? I, mm. yeah. I remember when Lois Lane went into a machine and came out a black woman. Oh Ooh. God, I do remember that. Mm. That was great. Yeah, Good there's a lot of these. There's yeah. a lot Yeesh. of these. Yeesh. Uh, yeah, Sean Connery Yeesh. hours. Um, yeah. <laughs> I I definitely, I I definitely agree with some of the Batman stuff there, especially in light of current Batman storylines, um, yeah. which is definitely bringing up that yeah. conversation again. Uh, one of the biggest bummers for me is that they never really did anything with Bruce losing his fortune. Um, yeah, down to the right. point where they say, you know, he's lost his fortune. He's broke. He's run out of money. And then they specifically say in the yeah, market, he's, like, well, I mean, he's, he's a millionaire. Like he's a millionaire yeah, he's instead of a billionaire. Rich. And yeah. that's bullshit. Like yeah. that sucks. You should have done something with that. And you should have done something. And I think if DC was a little more interested in telling Bruce Wayne stories, then there would be something there. Um, but they specifically are not, which is a problem in and of itself. Uh, remember when Batman was? Remember when Bruce Wayne was the fugitive and just framed for murder and just God, for a Bruce while? Bruce Wayne murder and great. Bruce Wayne fugitive. Give rule. me more of that. Give me rule. that shit. Oh, so good. That's something that was really cool. It's just like, what would happen if Bruce Wayne was caught in the middle of a murder and had to go on the run? And it's like, well, yeah, that's great. There's God, no Batman now. Shit. So so it'd be the shit. Um, God, I also thought they do bring the we oh man, I hate to bring that. I do like the idea of um one thing I did really like is like Superman losing his uh losing Clark Kent as an identity. Um, thank you. Thank you. Is, Who are you both? Thank uh, you. It was Who brought up in one of my favorite series of all time, and I was just like, "Huh? Why did they never do that in the comics? And why have they still not done it in the comics?" 
works. Thank um, you. I really like the idea of that, of like, what would happen if like he had to find another disguise and he just has to live in this like, like a Matches Malone kind of character where he has to be this character for a while, but it's Superman, you know? It, I, as, a, I just, as a completely unrelated aside, um, I'm going to be posting up on Twitter. If anyone is looking to uh, join me in a brand new uh, book club where I can have uh, co-hosts that I can trust, uh, feel free to reach out via Twitter at Geeksplain Pod uh, because I am surrounded by traitors. I am surrounded by betrayal. Uh, I'm just saying it would have been interesting. I'm I'm not saying killed Clark Kent. I'm just saying uh, they did what it. If, it didn't uh, work. I mean, I mean, it did, but it didn't work. But it, but uh, but I did like. But I've always wanted to do something like that. That was good. That that would be really fun. Like. Um, I mean, what else is there? There's also the fact of like, hell, you can even like bring up something with like, uh, how about the alienation that uh, uh, Martian Manhunter feels, you know, about that? How about like living in a world that he's not familiar with and having to be in disguise and he chooses, you know, the face of a black man in a little bit. Like, um, I, I know that's been probably brought up, but like, I, oh yeah, I don't read Mul enough. Multiple times. I don't, I don't read enough Martian Manhunter to like know if that's a big thing that yeah. they bring up all the time. I'm just, uh, I'm just curious. I'm trying to well, think they of did like that through too the in, um, in Supergirl. Oh, okay, they yeah, had him, you. him do that, and yeah. and they have done multi that multiple times, and I always, I always appreciate it. I think his best portrayals are by. Are by black actors yeah um yeah, i agree but i yeah i i don't know man i i i think the thing that and we've we've touched on this before and and we've joked about it um yeah. i think the one thing that probably that i do enjoy being brought up but probably needs to be kind of put to rest is the john stewart killing a planet thing Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fair. Shut I, that shit down. Oh, I man. still don't think we've gotten a good story that really addresses that, but okay. it might just be because it's not worth addressing. Who knows? Not even in, not even in Justice League, you know? It's just, I mean, the, the animated series, you know? Like, they, they that bring handles that shit it the up. best. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll agree with that. I just don't like. I just I. It's one of my least favorite episodes. I'll tell you that. Fair, fair. <laughs> um, um, a thing that I think they should just stop doing with comic character, or uh, uh, you know, like just stop addressing. Uh, I would love it if they just like stopped addressing the like Peter Parker needs to be always poor and down on his luck. That's oh, yeah. fair. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah, because no, that's, that's always just the easier version. Let's just glow up that character for a while. And yeah. not have people be fucking upset about him being blown up for a while. Yeah. I, I but he's an adult. Yeah. Let he's him figure out his human. shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know who did that? Dan Slott. Dan Slott. Yeah, and you Dan know what? Slott. It worked fucking wonderfully. Yeah. And guess what? Then he took it all away from him and then gave him something else. And that worked wonderfully. And then someone yep. comes in and takes that all away from him. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. that shit. Scraps at you. Because we have to revert him. I guess yes. the reversion of Peter Parker at the beginning of every fucking run yeah, is really is... what I'm talking about. Yeah, stop goddamn fair. doing that. Like, <laughs> just stop it. Uh, our next email comes from good brother Adam Stringfellow. Stringfellow! Who writes, hey there, Flash Rogues. I hope y'all are doing well and off to a good week so far. 
and hope y'all had a fun and relaxing Labor Day weekend. Woof. Uh, quick mental health check. How are the three of y'all doing? Jacob, mental Ricky, health you check. Want to go first? Uh, <laughs> you want me to go first? Okay, fine. I'll go first. Um, Yay. Fucking this weekend was hard, man. Um, yeah. We talked about it. I, I mentioned it last week. I'm still kind of coming out of it. Um, this weekend really fucking sucked. Um, lots of like travel and other bullshit going on and a lot of jet lag. Um, yeah. Jet lag. Like I, I spent the, like Saturday was one of the worst fucking days I've had in a long time. Uh, but I did oh. get to be part of my sister's baby shower. It was incredible. Uh, oh. That was nice. So I'm, I'm on the mend. We'll say I'm on the mend. Uh, Jacob, mental health check. Um, I was, I'm, I'm actually okay. Cause, uh, now we're, we're, we're week into, uh, Henry Porter and the Sorcerer's Secret. And, yeah, uh, and go check it out. It's really watch fun. It. Um, I also had a great time on Monday, just like for the fact that I got to see your beautiful face and play some D and D on that time. It was really cool. <laughs> uh, um, really this, this week I've been honestly, yeah, I've been really looking forward to this week. I'm okay. Because you'll. Listeners, you'll find out. You'll find out in like next next week's episode. Two weeks. So two weeks. In two weeks, yeah. Two weeks. In two weeks, yeah, pretty much. Like uh because so uh, I've been like hardcore like preparing for like what we've been doing. Lately. Well it's it's already been announced. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I it's, it's, it's been announced. I mean, yeah, we can talk about it. I know, but still, I'm just saying, like, I may he, or may have not he wa- been he like, wants a to week. keep the air of suspense. I get it. Yeah, exactly. It. Okay. I've been like uh I've been re-watching a show that I basically made me grow up um and and it's really been fantastic i've also been looking for like oh hey i got that oh i got that oh yeah i i really do like this show a lot more than i thought i did um yeah. so i'm good i'm actually I'm very excited man. uh malcolm mental health check yeah uh i'm all right man i'm all right <laughs> uh that's really good i almost believed you there i'm all right i'm okay i'm okay there's not much going on i got a magneto helmet I can't complain. Yes, he yeah. did. And it yeah, looks glorious. So and you bad. know what's going to make it look even better? The costume. When I paint it black and silver. Oh, oh okay. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So when you do paint it black and silver, can can you give me that uh that Scarlet Witch Joseph cosplay? The big, big uh, black, black that's, laser? That's maybe the plan. Ooh. <laughs> that's Ooh. maybe the plan. Because I want to I do that so I have like a really easy like costume. Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. like the easiest fucking costume to do is I just yeah. gotta get a coat basically. Take I just gotta get like a Luther coat. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fucking chill, dude. So yeah, um, I oh, could yeah. even like take the horns off of this and then just like have it like on the on the jacket. Like so, yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm okay, man. I I ain't got much going on. It's pretty chill. I've been playing Resident Evil too. Nice. Nice. That's fun. Hell yeah. Remaster or the original? Yeah, the remaster. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. So I'm going to go through all those, hopefully two, three, and four, before Spider-Man comes out next month. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm currently uh, replaying Final Fantasy VI for the first time in like 15 years. So nice. Oh, well. Loving going through that again. Sixing it up. 
I am playing Superman, The Rise of Apocalypse that came Ooh. out on PS4. Oh, 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 it's a oh. terrible game. That's a terrible game. Oh, that is a bad game. That's a terrible game. Mainly because the controls are a complete horseshit. Like you thought Superman 64 was really bad. Woo, wait till you get to this little gem. Ugh. Wow. Uh, Stringfellow writes, for me, I'm doing okay. I say that because at the time of this email, my dog Nala and I were harassed earlier in the park this morning by a racist passerby with this random white woman Jesus. just calling me racist slurs and whatnot. I'm okay. Don't worry. We weren't harmed or anything. Just kind of shaken and angry from that experience. But hopefully y'all have had a better start to this week than I did with that. I am so sorry. Jesus, yeah, but I'm here, so man. sorry. Yeah. I am sorry you had to deal with that. That's fucking hell. Bullshit. Hate, com hate comes out of nowhere sometimes, so I'm sorry about that, you know? Uh, he writes, for my question this week for the three of y'all, I guess in relation to how I'm feeling about that incident, do you think villains that want to change to the side of good could ever be trusted after all the crimes they've committed? For example, I get where DC is coming from in redeeming Harley Quinn over the years. It works like Injustice and Sean Murphy's White Knight. Harley comes off as someone who genuinely wants to do the right thing to make up for the mistakes she's made in the past. But for those like Otto Octavius or Norman Osborn, I find it impossible to believe anyone would want to work for or alongside them. So when it comes to redeemable villains, can the three of you find it in your heart of hearts to forgive them and work with them? I've read all of Superior Spider-Man, but I can tell you for a fact that I that I would trust Otto or fight alongside him if my life depended. I think maybe he's writing that I wouldn't trust Otto I, I or fight alongside him if my life depended on it. Yeah. As far as Norman Osborn is concerned, I'm beyond disappointed in Peter for willingly working for not just a bona fide terrorist, but his arch nemesis who ca who's caused him so much pain over the years. The three yeah. of you believe that most villains can be redeemed and be forgiven of their actions or are most just a lost cause that need to never see the light of day. I'd like to believe that most people have the capacity to change for the better, but when it comes to most villains, it's hard for me to truly believe that. We'd love to hear y'all's thoughts and opinions on this topic. Take care, y'all. Love y'all. Please stay safe, and I'll catch y'all next week. All the best and much more. Adam. Yeah, Adam, that's tough, especially with the, the added context. Um, and, and setting the question aside for a second, um, that's bullshit. I'm sorry that you had to deal with that. It's a hell of a thing, and people shouldn't treat other people that way. Just no, on a on a base level, it's a blanket statement. Yeah. Um, but going to the question, I do think is it is a case by case basis when it comes yeah. to specific villains. Um, the Norman Osborn thing is tricky because there's a lot of different things at play. I think when people hear that, oh, Peter's working for Norman in this current run, they just assume that he's working for the villain Norman. Um, when there's, it, It's a little bit more complicated than that. Yeah. Um, I still don't think it's the best way to go about telling that story. Um, but it is more complicated than just, oh, Spider-Man's not working for his villains. Uh, Superior Spider-Man is an interesting take because i do think that it's working again it's complicated it's working on a few different levels of him first masquerading as spider-man and then eventually learning to become spider-man it's yeah it's it's a complicated thing and again it it, it depends i think eobard yeah. thawne is a character who is beyond redemption mm -hmm. yeah um uh great we, examples that can't uh, of characters that can be redeemed it's like the sandman 
uh, like has gone back and forth from being a, a thief sure. to being mm -hmm. uh, to being a hero as well. Absolutely. Uh, Venom has been that way uh, yep. from being both a, a, a villain and gone into a hero. It, it really is depending on the character and what they've done is is really what it is. is and dependent like, on the writer of the story. As yeah, well. and the writer in the story, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Because like you, you, you can. It, it's it's really hard to convince like like the Joker is going straight, and I'm just like mm, he's going he's going insane, and it's uh, and it's like mm, does he really? Right. It's kind of hard to like really push that. But if you do a story like one of my favorite Joker stories is going insane, where basically mm. um, Joker thinks that the mm. he he actually killed Batman and Batman is gone forever, so he finds no joy in crime anymore, and he actually goes straight. He gets his he gets a skin yeah. uh, a, 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 a surgery to like re uh, to re highlight his skin and everything to get it on bleach. He looks like normal in society, but when he gets mm. word of the fact of like possibly batman might be alive he starts to lose it again he actually yeah, he yeah. actually becomes sane he actually is okay he goes to a psychiatrist he has a job and everything like that yeah um he's like a normal function member of society but he gets whiff of like you know any side of batman or anything like that he starts to lose it a little bit and it starts peeling away well and to like, that point as well um uh adam brought up harley quinn and yeah. I think that that's a great um, that's a great example because you can go back to the inception of that character that the yeah. idea of redemption was kind of built in. You check out an episode like Harley's Holiday. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Exactly. Which is a prime example of the potential of that character. I think uh -huh. uh, what Sean Gordon Murphy did in White Knight is incredibly clever, and I yes. had never yeah. thought of it before of making it two different Harleys. Yes. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's it, it's a complicated situation. I think again, it, it's a case by case basis that really, really, is, yeah. really depends on the character. Yeah. Uh, what one of my favorite runs, you know, talking about Rebirth, I really loved Lex trying to be on the Justice League. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's yes, Lex and Captain Cold. Yes, trying Both to be on the, on the Justice League. League at the same time. Yes, uh, that's cool. That's really. And then that obviously cool. that went a different direction, but yeah. that period of time was really interesting for that character. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Because they have they have that capacity. I it, here here's where I'm at on it. I I don't know if I'm necessarily a very forgiving person, just as a person, but I want my heroes to be. So yes. it doesn't really matter to me. Yes. What matters is that my heroes believe that people get second chances. That is so what matters to point. me is that Peter Parker says, hey, listen, I acknowledge all this shit that I've gone through with Norman Osborn. But the Norman Osborn in front of me right now is a very different person. And I recognize that. And this person yeah. in front of me deserves a different chance. That's what matters cool. to me is, you know, Superman saying, listen. I don't like Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor is a piece of shit and a bully. But I recognize that he's done different things. He's trying to do something different. And I want him on the Justice League. Even if it is just to keep an eye on him to make sure that he's on the straight and narrow, I recognize that I'm his aggressor. And maybe if, you know, I maybe if we can do something with this, we can actually make him the hero that he wants to be. Like, I, yeah. I want my heroes to feel that way about these characters. So it doesn't even matter to me if I buy it. What matters to me is if the hero buys it, if the hero actually believes it. That's the important thing. 
there's there's no better argument than that. Um, again, thank you for writing in, Adam. Sorry that happened. Um, Adam, I, I hope your week gets better, man. I'm so sorry. As a person who I listen, we're you know, we're kin folk, we skin folk, so I, I feel you on that. Like that shit happens way often, way more often than it should. But I hope your I hope your week is better, man. And we love and appreciate you. Absolutely. Uh, he does write a quick PS because this is a string fellow joint. And he writes, it's been a while since I said this, but fuck Hawkman. It's rude for that son of a bitch to break. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he always makes time, and I respect that. Yeah. Uh, the next email comes from Jacob Goodhart. Goodhart. What's up, twin? Uh, who writes, Dear Geekswing Podcast. And after the ve- very great origin for Barry Allen this week, we find ourselves back with a Forces storyline. Though to be honest, I think it's better this time around. Not because one of them gets killed off, but because the story feels much more focused than the last one. Uh, Barry has a very straightforward goal here instead of a vague idea that it shows. That's true. For all the bullshit okay. that we gave it, there is, it's a through line. I have to do this, then this, yeah. then this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and to be right. honest, I think, I think the we missed that. Idea, yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I think the forces idea isn't bad, but the Inception story that introduces them could be better. The TV show having them be a result of Barry reigniting the Speed Force is another idea, but I think ha- having them just exist works since that's how the Speed Force works. And no, I'm not going to say that Barry makes the Speed Force that idea just brought was just brought up once and never again touched. So I'm not going to do it either. Uh, speaking of the TV series, they also borrowed the idea of the fl- Black Flash being a sort of natural defense for the Speed Force. I'm not sure how I feel about this idea. I mean, in fairness, we only had him show up once during the GMO and Mark Miller run of the Flash, and I guess they're also the Black Racer or something, and they didn't have any real origin other than being a personification of death. But honestly, I think I'll take Sandman's death over this thing. Funny enough, <laughs> I feel like Black Flash has done stuff in common with the Spider-Man villain Morloon. They're just a force of nature that the hero has to overcome, and they're defeated not through physical confrontation, but more of being outsmarted. At least that's how Morlun started. Then Slot decided to make him a multiverse vampire with siblings, and every appearance after he usually fit, uh, finished his return. Black Flash, though, hasn't got that. Yet. Just wait for Flashverse with the family of Black Flashes. Get ready for uh, <laughs> I'm continuing my Wolverine read through and I saw that the Wolverine Max series was on sale. So far it's basically Wolverine with a plot of Jason Bourne, which is pretty dope. I love how you can basically dump Logan into any genre of story and he just works. For my question this week, well originally I was going to get on a soapbox and say how much I hate Spider-Man, but I decided to ignore that. Instead I'm going to ask whatever happened to Jimmy Hudson? Getting to the real questions here. Getting to the real yeah. investigative journalism uh, shit right now. I know he's still alive and the ultimate universe is getting a whole thing right now, but we still haven't, but we haven't seen him since X-Men blue. Hell, he was the only reason I read that book. Marvel. You're supposed to be the house of ideas. I mean, we have the maker visit miles and ultimate invasion, but not Jimmy. Did they just forget? I mean, seriously, Mm -hmm. we have, we have Wolverine's son from another universe running around, but we haven't seen him once since Krakoa started. Look, if no one is going to write him, I'll do it. Make it a wandering mutant story across the world. Like Benjamin Percy's audio drama series. Also, it might be misremembering, but was he an ultimate kitty a thing? Keep riding the lightning, Jacob Goodhart. Uh, Flash facts. So while the Flash TV series popularized the idea that Flash can shoot lightning bolts, I never actually saw it in comics until, however, I was reading the Mark Wade run, and I found this interesting moment I must have skipped over. I was upset about the wedding and wanted to know Linda was okay. Flash cannot generate lightning, but apparently if he vibrates his body at a certain rate, he can instead generate static electricity and weapon and weaponize it. Uh, Jesse Quick does this against Cobalt Blue in the story Chain Lightning, but it's only on one page, and he did include that here. 
Um, but yeah, I've been asking the same question for a very long time. Where the hell is Jimmy Hudson? I love that little dude. And the answer is we don't know. We haven't seen him since X-Men Blue. We don't know what happened to him. I want to assume he was running around with Krakoa, though if he was, he's probably dead. Okay. Or wherever they are. Or wherever gonna, they are. I'm no spoilers for Fall of X. Who knows? Yeah. I'm going to be real honest. I did not know who. I don't know who Jimmy Hudson is. So Jimmy Hudson in the Ultimate Comics after the death of Wolverine. I regret everything I said right now. Ultimate End. Uh, Jimmy Hudson was a character who uh, kind of appeared. He was meant Eric, to be kind of the replacement time, Eric, for, uh, for the X-Men. Wolverine. You know that, right? Uh, he actually, really you know, he had less. claws. Or was it, and I he was kind more. of brought into I never knew that the, scene, really, the next uh, Ultimate really X-Men. He did, I think, have a time, brief thing really with Kitty. And it's interesting because I really don't looked really at him. Care. And every I time I see Jimmy Hudson, I'm like, you know who he kind of looks like? Paul Walker. And Paul Walker played the character (laughs) of uh, Brian O'Connor in Fast and Furious. (laughs) (laughs) Malcolm had another uh, Speed Force vision just now. So we don't know what he said, but whenever he wakes up, we'll... uh, I'll let you know. I think uh, moving barrier. on over to uh, our next email coming from Tristan Maldonado. Hey, what's up, T-Man? Hi. Uh, Tristan writes, what's up, Explain crew? Hope you guys are having a great week this week. I got to read a few books from last week, and they are the following. Marvel Age 1000 and the MMPR 30th Anniversary Special. Hell yeah. Marvel Age was a really fun anthology story featuring many characters in the Marvel Universe. My favorite stories in the books were the Ryan Stegman story, Dan Slott, Jason Aaron, and J. Michael Straczynski. I think that was almost all of them. Uh, the JMS story made me feel good inside. Truly a great story. Really, really good stuff. Um, the MMPR 30th Anniversary Special was also another great anniversary book that I read, and I loved it. My favorite story from the book was the Tommy and Cat wedding, and then reading Tommy's dialogue. I was hearing JDF's voice in my head when he morphs. Man, I miss Jason David Frank. He recently, uh, recently had a birthday. Miss him. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the Jamie Jo Johnson story was really interesting, and I'm interested in reading that book she's going to write. The final story with all the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers yell out, it's Morphin time, was awesome. And the art by Dan Mora and Danielle DiNicuolo are badass. Mm-hmm. I was even reading the morphs in my head from each ranger, and it was awesome. This week, I'm going to finish reading my first read-through of Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns and read his Daredevil Born Again for the first time, too. I'm also going to read Tom King's Mr. Miracle for the first time. I have Ah. a lot of first-time reads. That's all I have for today, so have a good weekend, and I'll see you guys later. You are about to read some really great comic books. This is going to be an all-timer week for you, Tristan. Yeah, Yeah, it's going to be a heavy week. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, Our final email this week comes from Mullet Overlord. Um, here we go. Uh, who writes, Dear Scarlet Enforcers, I was incredibly pumped to listen to the recent Thor the Mighty Avenger episode, as Thor is probably my favorite Marvel character and definitely my favorite that isn't a mutant. I glommed onto him at a very young age when I saw Ultimate Avengers in elementary school. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, yes, Ultimate Avengers fucking Ultimate rules. Avengers. Two things about that Ultimate Avengers. No, you're so funny. Also, <laughs> In what school? 
<laughs> That's a good fucking point. Yeah. What? Yeah. I was yeah. like 15 when that came out, bro. Yeah, I was not in elementary school when that came out. Because um, yeah. if it has... Uh, talk about Ultimate Avengers, because if it has uh, Captain America, it's definitely for children. Here is this big, friendly, long-haired dude who is incredibly powerful and seemed to know more than he was letting on, but whose main motivation seemed to simply be raising a pint of ale and saving the whales. Needless to say, I have been obsessed ever since, even reading all that I could about Norse mythology and wearing a Mjolnir for many years before trading it in for a crest of L, when a certain voting demographic became more and more associated with Norse imagery. So when I found oh. this book at the library in high school, I immediately fell in love with it and much preferred it to the in-canon JMS offerings they had, which are still great. I must say, though, it definitely led me to believe that Captain Britain was a much more important character in the universe than everyone but Claremont themselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Also, Eric, you definitely don't have the right collection of Thor the Mighty Avenger. Here we go, because... <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Everybody Engagement! This is why I did it, of course. It definitely isn't just because I only had one volume that I bought years ago and made an entire episode about it. Uh, the series is eight issues long and ends with him doing a team-up. I'm incredibly excited for Souptember and can't wait to see what you've got planned for it. To paraphrase a wise Mormon, it's amazing how we got the perfect superhero on the first try. For my question, as cool as the Mighty Thor sounds as a title, it doesn't do a great job differentiating Jane from the OG, especially considering that it was his uh, editorial title for a while and not too long before Aaron started the book. Lady Thor is, of course, out of the question, but I always thought they missed a great opportunity to call Jane, Jane Dr. Thor or, or Dr. Thor. Do you think there is a better title they could have given her, either editorially or canonically? Dr. Thor is not bad. I, I like do like too. it. Yeah. Um, I still kind of, I like hey, Mighty Thor. I think Mighty I, Thor works, especially because. I do like, I do like, uh, I do like Dr. T. He's like, I pity the fool to be racist. <laughs> who's worthy enough of wielding Odin's uh, power here. <laughs> oh, I kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what Dr. T that. is. Yeah. Dr. Uh, T it is. Dr. T it is. Dr. T and the uh, women. Yeah. There we go. There, there it is. is. Uh, yeah. It's Dr. T and the A Force. Yes, yes, it is. <gasps> Dr. T and the A Force. Hell yeah. Love when a plan comes together. Uh, in regards to my DC read-through, I am deep in Superman's Triangle era, and I've been loving the books ever since Byrne left. It's a joy to follow a book with such a fleshed-out world and cast, and a murderous row of creators like Simonson, Ordway, Kessel, Jurgens, and Stern that keep me from ever thinking negatively of the fact that I have to read four to five Superman issues for every one issue of Aquaman or Flash. I also adore how Wheezy and Carl Kessel solidified a bunch of the wild Kirby stuff as Metropolis mainstays in Man of Steel and Superboy. For real, I think I've seen more inspiration credits to Jack Kirby in the pages of Superboy than every Marvel comic I've read. I want to be on the record stating that Bibbo Babowski is the best supporting character in comics, and no one exemplifies <laughs> the theme of Superman as inspiration for the common man like he does. Electric Blue Soup was awesome, and I loved his design. Steel was really cool, but I wish Priest had a, had a longer run. Angel Supergirl is still confusing, and Connell is the best to ever Superboy. Okay, I'm done. I wish you all many victories in life's battles. Sincerely, Mullet Overlord. Love yeah. that. Um, it's P.S. I'm listening to Days of Thunder this week, and the intro absolutely rips. Thank you. Yeah, Thank it you. does. Yeah. 
I I am still incredibly proud of the days of thunder. Um, I think it's oh, yeah. one of the best things we've ever done. Yeah, Guys, can you believe that a year ago we spoke to Jason Aaron? Fuck, yeah. dude, I still can't. I still can't. Uh, <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Blows my fucking mind. Still really uh, wild. Podcast, Jason Aaron. Incredible. Um, we love you, and, that, and that intro, I mean, I'd had it in my mind for about a year and a half, and it, for it to actually like be as perfect as I wanted it to be, it's so good. Like I said, I, I love that whole thing. So enjoy, enjoy listening to Days of Thunder. Uh, PPS, Eric, is your Claremont Wolfman interview up anywhere? Because that sounds amazing. Um, mm. It is not, unfortunately. Um, it wasn't really like it. It was beholden to uh, Comic Con Revolution. The only, I mean, really the only proof that it even happened was the picture that someone took that was incredible. And I got to have a picture seated between two legends. Um, great talk. Great talk. Uh, very interesting perspectives from the both of them. But yeah, um, that does it for this week's mailbag. Again, thank you to everyone who wrote in, uh, especially all of you who called out my uh, my mighty Thor, which gets it's me so to. Funny. It's so funny. Happened <laughs> at least three times this this week. It's fun. But again, beginning of October. It means every but stop. <laughs> stop. Uh, everybody's everybody's going back to revisit that, and that makes me really happy. Um, Read it if you have it. It's a great book. And it gives me a reason to continue reading one of my favorite Thor runs of all time. So makes me a very happy boy. Again, if you want to be part of the Geeksplain Book Club mailbag, send your emails to geeksplain at gmail.com. Put flash fam club in the subject header, and we will read it here on the Friday show. But that does it for this week. Next week, we are basically picking up exactly where we left off with volume 13, a.k.a. Rogue's Rage. This is the synopsis. The speed force is dead. Doom has gripped the earth and the Flash lives in a nightmare. Powered up by Lex Luthor's offer, Captain Cold had led his team to their ultimate victory over Central City. The rogues have reshaped reality itself into their own kingdoms of cruelty. Heat waves volcanic territory. Weather wizards floating armory of the elements. And at the center of it all, the icy cap the icy castle of Captain Cold. But there is hope in the darkness, as the Flash battles his way back from the brink and discovers a way to reverse the rogue's reign once and for all. But with his powers out of control, can he outrun the inevitable? I am going to say this now. And we are going to see, because I haven't read this before. We are going to see if this holds up. This sounds like fucking Jack 2. I'm just going to say Jack and Daxter, this sounds like Jack 2. <laughs> And I am very interested to see how that holds up. What a Let's pool. talk about it. Let's wow. talk about it next week. Wow, what a pull. I yeah. am very curious. That's very Are we good. the only three people on Earth who remember Jack 2? That's possible, yeah. right? Like, yeah. That actually might be possible. So, <laughs> listener, if you have any knowledge of Jack 2, read shit. next week's volume with this in mind. And let's let's talk about it. Let's convene. Oh, shit. Uh, it's going to be issues 82 through 87. Tune in next week for that. Be there, be square, not a circle. But for now, for the Geeksplained Book Club, I have been Eric Azana. I was Malcolm Russell Nelson. I was and forever will be Jacob Brown. Stay safe. Thank you for listening. And we will see you next time. I am now part of the, of the Flash family. For a thousand years I've slept, but now I'm free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Back where the others lie